listening to the Click Track Podcast, a podcast about the music we love and what makes it tick. Welcome to episode one of season three of the Click Track Podcast. We're back! On this episode, we're going to tell you about where we've been and where we're heading. everybody welcome to the click track podcast i'm pete and i'm matt and hey we're back we back we're back yeah where the heck have we been (laughs) might be the question for the you know small number of you who've uh, abided and stuck by and kept us on your subscription list yeah thanks for that yeah thanks for uh thanks for hanging out and wondering and waiting for uh click track And, and and we are actually back with the third season of this show um but before we kind of dive into the topic of this episode, we just wanted to, to spend a little bit of time and offer an explanation of sort of where we went. Why we dropped off, dropped off the face of the earth. Exactly. And and also to talk about why we're back yeah. and yeah. what our plan is going to yeah. be. So, Pete, why did we fall off the face of the earth? Yeah, I think, I think you know, life happens, right? We, yeah. we, we got burnt out. Yeah. Not, not, almost maybe not so much on the podcast, but just like, Life sort of overcame both of us at the same time. Yeah, and there was little room to do click track. Yeah, it's true. I uh, the last episode was one that I was tasked with editing, mm-hmm. and it was uh, basically about the elements of design and how the elements of design and fine arts kind of pertain to music. And it was a really big episode, and I found it to just be like at the moment that it landed, at the moment in my life where. I was trying to to cut it together and everything. I just wasn't finding the cycles and the hours to have enough time to get into it and do it. And we just kind of kept postponing it and prolonging it until finally we both decided, you know, maybe right now we're just too busy to be making a podcast. Yeah, the deal is we don't throw softballs uh, no. at in the, on the Click Track podcast, and uh, we were we were doing. A really involved episode yep. that looks at music in a really deep way, as we always do. This was just a huge undertaking. We we're really going deep in this one. Um, we broke it. We decided, hey, there's so much content here. Let's split it into two episodes. Right. And then it was still too much. Yeah. And um. Whew. And yeah, I mean, it was it was kind. Of, I mean, it was kind of almost like an unspoken co-realization that we had, which is yeah. just like. We've got to just take a break from this thing. And in fact, I think at the time we were like, maybe that's it. You know, we had launched this other podcast, The Musical Moment, and we were like, man, you know, that that was a lot of fun, but it didn't do quite what we hoped it would do. And so we thought maybe it was just time to cool our jets for a while. Um, Although after months passed, I was really missing like having these uh, these evenings together to, to actually make a podcast and just hang out with you. Yeah. And, uh, you know, like, it's not as if Pete and I haven't seen each other since last March. Um, actually, we are we we are really good friends and our families are really good friends and we see each other all the time. But right. we just didn't really have time uh, for this podcast. So. Yeah. So we just thought, hey, let's let's give another shot. Yeah. Yeah. And, and we, we had to. In order to do it, though, because the, the truth is that neither of our lives have really slowed down since we sort of <laughs> stopped before. Um, but we decided on on kind of two guiding principles 
to see if we could make a, a new season work. Yeah. And, and those really were to make, to make shorter episodes. Right. And the second one was to see if we could actually like cut it at the same time that we record it. More of like a live episode. So what you're going to hear in season three of Click Track Podcast are um, hopefully episodes that land every couple of weeks mm-hmm. and episodes that are shorter and episodes that have a bit more of a live feel. Fairly, fairly live. Very yeah. little editing. We're not going to yeah. go back in and like sweat the little mistakes and the bobbles and the bumbles because, you right. know, I mean, yes, it makes for a better product. But at the same time, um, we want to actually create a podcast. Yeah, we want to deliver we, our product. Yeah. We want to, exactly. We want to deliver it. And, and, and it's just so much fun for us. So um, that's kind of uh, that's kind of where we are. And that's, that's what our plans are for uh, 2018. Hey, it's good to be back. Great to be back. I'm back in the saddle again Out where a friend is a friend Where the longhorn cattle feed on the lowly Jimson weed Back in the saddle again So normally uh, on the Click Track podcast this time of year in previous seasons because it's the end of the year, we spend one or two, I think two episodes both years of Matt and I each sort of delivering our best of the previous year mix, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Our, our playlist of our favorite stuff. Yeah. Um, and uh, if we follow the parameters that Matt just described, <laughs> that doesn't really fit into this format. Yeah. Um, doesn't fit into our schedule. Um but what we thought we'd do is just give a quick rundown of 2017. Just some of our favorite stuff. Yeah, we kind of we kind of broke it down into sort of three categories. Pete and I are going to be awarding three different medals this year. Uh-huh. Uh, we're going to have uh, an album of the year. Yeah. We're going to have a song of the year. Mm-hmm. And we're going to have a surprise of the year. Uh-huh. Now, before we get into that, I would be remiss to not take a moment to just talk through some of my favorite things that I heard over the course of the year. Because, you know, oh, when we okay. only have when we only have three, you know, we're, we're actually missing out on a lot. So rather than going through and, and playing little samples of all these things for you, I'm just going to go through and say, hey, if you get a chance and you're curious about what was awesome in 2017, you should check out any of these um, artists who release albums during the year. So I'm going to start with LCD Sound System. They had an amazing record. Kendrick Lamar released the album Damn. U2 released the album Songs of Experience, which I have to say kind of hooked me. Julian Baker uh, released an album, beautiful album. that was great. I love that record. (laughs) Uh, Destroyer released an album called Ken. And, And what I loved about that is that he brought back guitars, and, and that was kind of yes. a refreshing thing. Um, Big Boy uh, released a record that was filled with, with just great, great, great stuff. Um, there was this little record from a, from a, an outfit called Vagabond that I really loved. There was Elbow, there was Migos, there was Bing and Ruth. Lord had a remarkable album and nearly made it into my, um, my top uh, prize winners here this year. Spoon had a great record that I really enjoyed. Huh. Amy Mann returned, uh-huh. yeah. and she had a, a lovely record. Sure. Um, I'm a sucker for Future Islands. I love the way the dude dances, yeah. and uh, I, I listen quite a bit to the Future Islands record. Slow Dive, another album yeah. that almost made it into my my top three. Yeah, we're going to talk about them on the next episode. Yeah, they they were one of my favorites. Uh, Vince Staples had a fantastic hip hop record. I even kind of like the new Imagine Dragons album. All right. 
Casey Hill, uh, sort of one of Kanye's acolytes. She does backup on a lot of Kanye's stuff. Mm -hmm. She released a, a solo record that was pretty great. And Waxahachie was another record that I really, really loved. So there you have it in super condensed form. Uh, if you get a moment, we'll be sure to put that in the liner notes. And I'm going to be throwing together a little, um, uh, just an iTunes uh, playlist that I'm going to put out there into the world. And so uh, I'll provide a link for that too. But those are some of my favorites of the year. Pete, did you have anything that you wanted to talk about beyond your prizes? Sure did. All right, uh, buddy, let's yeah, hear it. I got, uh, you know, I think uh, Cherry Glazer. Uh, put out something really good. Um, I didn't hear that. Yeah, War on Drugs. Oh, yeah. Love that. Um, uh, Big Thief put out uh, an, uh, a couple albums. I think the Masterpiece album actually was on. It was in 2016. But okay. it made it on my 2017 list because that's when I bought it. Um, you know, the Cactus Blossoms had a great record. Valerie June had an excellent record. Mm -hmm. um, you got to see her live, too. Yeah, I got to see her live just like this month, the yeah. last month, um, early December. Um, Sunvolt had a had a pretty good record that was kind of like a blues record. Mm -hmm. um, surprising, but I, I liked it. Uh, yeah, I would I would put those on on my honorable mentions. Sweet. All right. Well, should we dive into? Uh... Yeah, you go first. Let's do let's do song of the year, favorite song of the year. All right. So. I thought about this one a lot. I mean, I'm just gonna say that the the song that took me both most, the song that took me most by surprise, and the song that uh, really kind of stuck in my head this year was the track "In Cold Blood" by Alt J. All right, what what about that? I mean, uh, you know it. So I was a as you if as uh, veteran listeners know, I was a big fan of Yankee Hotel Foxtrot. And uh, there was something about um, In Cold Blood in particular, but the, the whole record by Alt-J in general that, that reminded me of sort of the, the spirit of, an, uh, of experimentation and excitement. And there was just something really exciting about listening to that whole album. And In Cold Blood in particular was just full of surprises and twists and turns and it kind of had me. And it worked on the first listen and it worked on the 50th. And I think it's just an amazing piece of songcraft. So. Uh, here is a little sample of In Cold Blood by Alt J. Summer, 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 
song's great. Hey, do you ever think that they're kind of like spooky? Yeah, they they have they definitely have kind of like a gothic vibe. I mean that like they remind me a little bit of almost like Jack White. You know, the white stripes, yeah, and the yeah. white stripes always had that little tinge of spookiness, you know? Yeah, yeah. I can see that. Yeah. I was kind of thinking, like, they could be the alternate soundtrack to, like, Nightbear, Nightmare Before Christmas. Yeah, you know totally. I mean? Yeah, yeah. Something about that. Yeah. I'm, yeah, very, I'm very sensitive to that kind of thing. Yeah. You know? In, I don't, a, in, a, in a bad way? In a bad way. Okay. I don't sleep well. Uh-huh. I get, I things spook me out like a little kid. I get nightmares. Interesting. Yeah. yeah I No, they definitely, there's definitely, like, a, a bit of a scary edge to that. It's kind of like a horror film. Yeah. You know, that, that album. But but a very pleasing horror film. All right, I got something way sweeter. Okay, let's All hear right. it. All right, uh, we actually interviewed this band earlier uh, this year on season two of the Click Track podcast. Uh, it's a band called Charlie Bliss. And they were, uh, yeah, yeah. They were a delight to interview. Wow, really they got your my, song of the year? Yeah, one of my favorite records of the year for sure. But they had the song of the year. Uh, the record was called Guppy. The song is called Glitter. It's just like good power pop sweetness that sort of recognizes all uh, eras of it, you know it's an, it's almost historical in a way that it encapsulates uh, all the way back uh, to like big star as far as power mm-hmm. pop goes um, cheap trick uh, it's got those kind of fun bits in it it's got the builds of Weezer in it uh, uh, it's just it's, it's just real fun choice yeah real sweet people listening to last season if you want to know more about them totally good stuff hey man what was your favorite record though both of us are 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 fans of the album format yeah so what was your favorite record well 2017 uh was a hell of a year on a number of fronts i think that what i looked most for in music last year was was kind of some kind of solace and some kind of comfort and some kind of, of not necessarily escape, but just like a way to sort of face the day because each day was, was kind of filled with with Uh one outrage after the next, you know what I mean? Right. Um, and I really, I, I counted and I, I definitely listened more to his golden messengers. Hallelujah. Anyway, than any other thing by a lot. Yeah. I mean, that, that was an album that I would just go to and I'd play. And I think there's even something kind of built into the title, Hallelujah Anyhow, that 
really gets at what worked for it about me. You know, this idea of hallelujah anyway, like despite all the crazy shit that's going on, we're going to say hallelujah and we're going to find something to to find some joy about and something to find some comfort in. And I just found it to be uh, an incredibly um, comforting and um, just powerful and important record for my own my own head and my own mind and sort of getting through 2017. Um, I'm going to play just a little medley from three songs. Um, the, the first that you'll hear is um, Lost Out in the Darkness. The second little track that you'll hear is I Am the Song. And the third one is Gulfport, You've Been on My Mind. If you love me, please tell me. I got a feeling between us. If you need me, don't sell me If I see the back door It's gonna kill me And in the morning When you ride Blues, blues, throwing ashes on the water It's a strange, sweet kind of love To be lost out in the darkness of the border song made it on my uh, mix for the year yeah which one uh when the walls come down it's the, oh man it's the i love that song album ender so yeah it's um, yeah really good yeah um and if i'm if i'm not mistaken i think that might have been his closer for the night yeah maybe yeah or before right? the encore or something yeah like maybe that. before the i think when he left the stage yeah yeah you know and we have um we have him an interview with him in in season two of the click track podcast uh, we think as far as we can tell what we've researched it's kind of the most in-depth uh interview that we can find so yeah yeah if you're a fan um you should go back and listen to it absolutely all right pete what was your album of 2017 um Mine was was just a real lucky find. Um, 
and it is by an artist called Sarah Shook and the Disarmers. Uh-huh. Uh, she made a record called Sidelong this uh-huh. year. Um, and ah, I just think it's great from start to finish. It's a brawler. Uh-huh. Um, she, she just kind of pulls you in with this kind of like, you know, she doesn't pull any punches and uh, there's a lot of cussing and and <laughs> you know i think she's I think, tough man I think she is word, she's yeah, tough the word whiskey makes it into like every song uh-huh. and um I, I just love it yeah um, um let's, let's listen to i think we already played this on the on the podcast last season but um i think we could play a little bit of a song called the nail let's do it why don't you go ahead and grab your show and your step Get your ass outside and dig a hole A hole big enough for little old me Two foot wide by three foot deep This misery is getting old You're never, ever home And when you are What was once a happy home Becomes a bore When I think about the end boy I think about it all can't decide which one of us will be the nail in this year coffee. I, I, I like that song because, um, you know, it has a little bit of everything. It has a little bit of alt country, like yeah. new stuff. It has a little bit of classic country. Classic country. I mean, that song for me, I, right. I, you know, I remember driving around... Uh, sort of the coastal hills of, of Northern California yeah, here, yeah. just listening to that record. Yeah. And man, it was it was like a time machine in a weird way. Yeah. But, it, but it wasn't like, it's not like one of those things, it's not like a vintage recreation. Right. But clearly the woman has reverence for country past. Yeah, and even rockabilly, that solo, oh. solo is like a rockabilly solo. Yeah. Um, and I think like, to me, the, the, the whole thing is kind of, I think in song number eight, um, which is which is called "Fuck Up," mm-hmm. um, I think the, the, the sort of the theme line of the album album emerges, and it and it's it's great. It it goes, um, uh, "God don't make mistakes; he just makes fuck ups." <laughs> <laughs> right? To, of which she's she's uh, self referencing. Right? She's, right? Right. she's, she's talking uh, about herself. Yeah. Yeah, and it's, it's just a clever turn of phrase. Yeah. Um, it's just kind of the theme line for the record. I think it's magic. Yeah, uh, that's crazy. Ain't a thing that I can change to get my luck up. God never makes mistakes, he just makes fuck up. Okay, dude, uh, what's your surprise of the year? Okay, so my surprise of the year um, is actually a pop singer from, from England. Her her uh, name is Dua Lipa, and she released her self-titled debut this last year. And uh, probably second to His Golden Messenger was this album, as far as just the sheer number of plays goes. And she's got this, like, gorgeous voice. It's very sort of almost an alto. She, yeah. she can hit the soprano notes, but she's definitely yeah. more comfortable in sort of that alto range. And she's tough and she's funny. Um, 
You know, and she's also, it's pop, man. I mean, this is like teenage music. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But even still, I just, I found that it just was awesome for repeat listening and going back. And, and just, I, I really love the whole record. The song I want to play off the record today is Genesis, which is actually the opener for the, the album. Yeah. Um, but I think it's one of her, her best songs. Dua Lipa. Dua Lipa. In the beginning. God created heaven and earth for what it's worth I think that he might have created you first Just my opinion Nobody is the one paradise Then I wanna fly to every day And every night I've been sick and tired of running Chasing all of the flashing lights These late nights don't mean nothing So I just wanna apologize I'm sorry So sorry I'm sorry Okay, and that was a surprise for you because it was like pop. It was a pop record. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. I'm not. You know, I, my daughter has has definitely uh, made me a Taylor Swift fan uh -huh. uh, within reason. Right. Um, and my son too, as a matter of fact, they both love Taylor Swift. Sure. Uh, but I, you know, I don't necessarily seek pop out. Um, but. This year, you know, um, I don't even know how I came across her stuff, but yeah. man, I, I was really sucked in. It was good stuff. All right. All right, dude. You, how about you? Oh, yeah. Um, okay, so the weird, weird thing for me this year was that, that um, I did a lot of reading over the summer. I think I read 19 books. That's amazing. Over the summer, and that was uh, kind of two reasons. I moved my office, mm -hmm. which is not just my office, but it's uh, a warehouse of 3,000 plus instruments as mm -hmm. well on and so, quite an undertaking. I also remodeled my kitchen, mm. um, and which so, looks gorgeous. By oh, the way, thanks, thank you. Yeah. Um, and and uh, when doing both of those activities, I was listening to audiobooks. Nice, which is why I was able to consume that amount. Okay, quick quick sidebar yeah. here. Uh huh. Sure. Do you feel like when you're listening to an audiobook? Yeah. Do you retain as much, more or less? Than if you were to read the words on the page visually, maybe, maybe more. I'm a, Interesting. My auditory, you know, music, yeah, right? I listen sure. to music, sure, I'm sure. listening to things. I think it's, I think it's that. Yeah. Um, I read when I do read. I read mostly about music, mm -hmm. so that's what I like to read about. Um, so I listen. So I listen to mostly audiobooks about music, mm -hmm. biographies, and stuff. And so when I do that, when I read a book, whether it's audiobook or on the page. I listen to that artist's music as they talk about it. That's cool. And um, so one thing came... So I have two surprises, and mm -hmm. they come out of this reading. Mm -hmm. um, one is uh, Peter Tosh. Mm -hmm. He uh, meant a lot to me as a kid. I was really into his music as early as maybe sophomore year in high school, and I kind of rediscovered his discography. And um, I this song, Pick Myself Up, just kind of became um, my little anthem of the summer out of nowhere. Oh, 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 
Sitting in the morning sun and watching all the birds passing by. Oh, how sweet they sing, and oh, how much I wish that I could fly. And I try, I said I try. Awesome. Yeah, and then and then my other surprise. So I have two. I'm cheating a little bit, but um, I read a book about Bob Dylan's uh, Rolling Thunder review tour in 1975-ish. Wow. When, yeah. So it's a book about one tour. Yeah, it's this tour where he had the idea where he was going to change music completely, and he believed that um, you could do these tours that just lasted forever. Uh huh. Good old modest Bob. Yeah, and then <laughs> you you shouldn't have to promote a tour. Mm-hmm. Um. Uh, and you you don't have to have a lineup, so mm-hmm. he didn't. He wanted to be like a traveling circus, and everybody on the bill would just stay on stage the whole time and trade off, kind of like hoot nanny style. Mm-hmm. And that's what that was. One of the artists that he took with him was named Ronnie Blakely. Okay. She was really an actress, and there was a lot of uh, rumors about um, them being an item and stuff. Even though Bob's wife was on most of the tour, it probably didn't really happen. <clears throat> but. Um, Ronnie was this actress, and she has this song called Tape Deck that's just infectious. He's got a tape deck in his tractor, and he listens to the local news. He finds out where the bass are fighting while he's flying to the country blue. Uh, Ronnie Blakely tape deck. It's just you know, for me, I, I romanticize the the themes in that song and and always have. Um, so that brings us to the end of this this first uh, new revamped rebooted click track podcast. Yeah, it feels good, right? It does. So this is this is oddly we're ending 2017 on and like looking back on the year in episode one. So Pete. What is coming up on the next episode? Well, I think we're going to tackle the big one, the the this the sort of the the episode that sort of killed us. Uh-huh. We're gonna <laughs> we're gonna come back. Uh-huh. We're gonna take that huge bunch of content. Yeah, and, I, yes. And we're we're gonna take basically the same script, re-record our uh, our discussions with each other. Mm-hmm. But we're gonna break. We tried to do all the elements of design in one episode. Mm-hmm. Well, those are huge. If you've ever studied that, they're just huge areas. Yeah. And so um, we're gonna break each one basically up into its own episode. And so the the next sequence of episodes you can imagine 
are, are each going to have their own small mini theme, mm-hmm. and they're all going to be about applying the elements of design mm-hmm. um, in visual arts to uh, music listening and how we intake music. Does that sound good? It sounds great. I'm really looking forward to diving back in, and uh, I'm really looking forward to a world where uh, we edit on the spot. So uh, yeah. we'd love to hear. Listen, folks, if you're if you're uh, so inspired, we'd love to hear from you about uh, how the new format is working. If uh, there are things about it that you uh, don't like, or if you can't even tell the difference, we'd love to hear from you. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, feels pretty good, right? Feels great. Back in the saddle again. Back in the saddle again. Yeah. Metaphor? Do you, is there just one saddle? I think or there are two. We're riding on two my horses. Own <laughs> I don't know. I, I, think. I have personal space issues. <laughs> you better have your own horse, Pete. We're back in, we're back in our respective saddles. Right. Pieces. We're we're staying in our own lanes, but staying. We're, but we're back in our individual saddles on either lane, on either side, or whatever. Anyway, we're back, and we'll be back again in a couple of weeks. So thank you for checking us out. All right. Until then, see you next time, Matt. See you next time, Pete. So All right. long, everybody. See you, everybody. Click Track Podcast is made by Pete Gidlin and Matt Silas. If you like this podcast, leave us a review on iTunes. And be sure to check out the other music podcast we make. It's called The Musical Moment.